Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. Today, I have the pleasure of having two guests. They are Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr. They are two international best-selling authors, hosts of the Be Bold Branding Podcast, and partners in Brand Face. They have helped thousands of coaches, creators, and experts build profitable personal brands to change how they've seen, how they're seen, sorry, and charge what they're worth, something we should all be doing. So join us as we dive into their journey and learn from their expertise in profitable personal branding. Thanks so much for joining me today, you guys. Thank you for having us, Diane. Yes, we're happy to be here. I am thrilled to have you here. This is a big topic. And I I think uh, especially small business owners really struggle with this whole branding, identity, marketing whole concept because they don't understand it. They don't know how to quantify it. You you know, it, it, it sort of gives them a headache. So they avoid it. Yeah. We've heard that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet you hear it a lot. (laughs) We actually do hear it a lot. Yeah. It's a big mystery. I think, you know, one of the biggest mysteries is kind of like, what's the difference between marketing and branding? Because those terms, unfortunately are used interchangeably quite a bit. Mm -hmm. It's, so that is so true. And I would love it if you would explain the difference. I would love to. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've pretty much really simplified what we see as the difference between the two. So marketing is really just using different marketing vehicles or channels to get a message and image out to your ideal customers. It can be a radio commercial. Uh, It can be a YouTube ad. It can be a billboard on the side of the road. It could be an email that you send to somebody, just some sort of channel to get a message out there. Your brand, however, is the message and image that goes into that marketing vehicle. So if we say, if we were driving driving down the road and we see a billboard, if there's nothing on it, it's still a marketing vehicle. That's just not marketing anything, right? <laughs> but your brand is what you put into that. It's all the imagery, all the messaging, everything that goes into getting that message across to who you want to receive it. Mm-hmm. That makes me... Um... I'm listening to that and I'm thinking to myself, it's like how people feel when they experience your marketing. It's That's very true. And they feel that way because of what they're uh-huh. hearing, seeing, or perceiving, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, it evokes that feeling. So I'm glad you mentioned that actually. Um, because there's a there's a big difference there too. 
So a lot of people say, okay, we can help you build your brand. You hear that everywhere, all over the place out there. And really when it comes down to it, you'll find out many of those people just are going to help you build your website, or they're going to help you do your social media management or various things like that. They're not actually building the brand. They are promoting the brand by doing those things. You have to actually build the brand first. And that building in building that brand, we hope to evoke a certain feeling. You know, everybody says a brand is is a feeling. A brand evokes a feeling. So so that's another delineation I think is really important. Yeah, for for sure. I, I totally get that. And so how do you build a brand? I know it's a big question, but what the heck? That, yeah, that is a big question. Um, that we use a, what we call the three D formula. Um, it's define, develop, and display. Okay. And we can break those down uh, for Great. your audience if you'd like. Um, I'd like to add before we actually delve into that that I um, I was one of the guilty parties that thought uh, for twenty years of my thirty one year career as an entrepreneur that marketing was all I needed, and I needed to spend a lot of money on marketing. Yeah. Um, and found out through Tanya 11, almost 12 years ago now that I needed a brand. Um, and wow. one, if I didn't have a brand, I was just really doing spray and pray marketing. I literally was just throwing like so many people do. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me try this new thing. Oh, let me try this new thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't try. And let me guess at what goes into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> guess what goes into it and guess and hope that, you know, it lands on the ears of somebody that actually fits right. a client that I can work with. And yeah. and so Tony taught me, you know, look, it's all backwards. You got to look at it this other way. And so um, the first one is define. Obviously, we've got to define find what it is that sets you apart. Uh, what, what And we do a deep dive with this. Uh, we look at a 77 different criteria when you work with Brandface because we, we really get into your personality, who you are, why you do what you do, uh, those side of things. Uh, because we know that, um, that a brand has to answer five very important questions uh, to be able to 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 really be effective in the marketplace. Yeah. And, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll shout those questions out for okay. you. So if you guys are are listening out there grab a pen and write these down because unless you have the clear cut very defined answers to these questions, you do not have a well defined brand. I know that's a little tough love for you today. But uh but those five <laughs> it questions love. it is love. It is. So those five questions are one exactly who do you serve? Two, exactly how do you serve them? Three, what qualifies you to serve them? Four, how does it make their life better? And five, what makes you different, different from everyone else out there who is also trying to serve that same customer? And if you can answer those with great clarity and actually show it in your brand, we like to say it's not enough to know the answers, you have to show the answers in your brand and put it out there in a consistent basis, then that is the beginning of building a brand. And as Michael said in that defined phase, you know, we look at what does set you apart and who do you serve? So a couple of those questions are going to be answered inside of that. Um, And then we have the development phase. And this is where we take that knowledge that we've learned in the definition phase and then we start to build it around. So if you look at like the the definition phase as the cover of the book, then the development phase is where we start writing the chapters and the introductions and the preface and that sort of thing. So this is where we're going to build out your messaging 
uh, that we've uh-huh. learned a lot about you in the first def- definition phase. So now we're going to be building out that messaging, building out your spotlight sheet, at, which is your brand at a glance. We're going to be talking about imagery that is going to back up the messaging because that's very important. Uh, you know, er- everybody sort of knows, oh, I need to get a headshot. I need to get some photo shoot. I need to get all that. Yeah, that's true. We know that a picture is worth a thousand words. We have to make sure that they're the right thousand words to the right picture. And and this is a this is a place where people, you know, maybe surprisingly or unsurprisingly, they go wrong with this. And um, because you really want to showcase in those pictures and imagery and background imagery and coloring and that sort of thing, exactly those feelings that you're evoking from that definition phase. Yeah, so true. And then the third thing is once we get the your your brand defined. Who do you serve? What sets you apart? And developed the messaging and the imagery that actually portrays that. Then we work on display. And now we want to make sure that the new brand is displayed correctly and consistently across all of your everyday marketing platforms. So looking at your website, your social channels, your business card, your email signature, a lot of different things like that, making sure that anywhere somebody could run across you, they're going to see that same look, feel, and story. And that's pretty much it. I mean, once you get through with that, then you have literally everything you need at your fingertips from your logo files to photos of you to background imagery to all of the messaging that articulates what sets you apart and your calls to action. And all of those things are sitting there ready to put into play. So it's kind of like plug and play. Then you have what you need to put into your marketing. Wow. See, folks, this is why I love doing this podcast, because I learned so much right along with you. This is uh, tremendous information. And um, and I love this idea of consistency, because I think that's also something people struggle with. They They think, if I just put it out there once, or if I just, you know, every six months or whatever it is, that somehow people are going to find me and know this is who I really am. Yeah, that's um, that's super guesswork, and uh, it's 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 different. Like when you go, when you approach your business with a brand first mentality like that, um, you actually begin to talk to the people that you want to to showcase your brand to and become paying clients to you. Mm-hmm. And then you can start to build that ecosystem that every business needs to have for lead gen. Uh, lead generation, it doesn't matter what business you're in. Lead generation is never a one path, one road to success. It, it's especially in the world that we live in now. Like you need to have your generate your lead generation coming from dozens of places and dozens of places. But if you're not consistent with your brand, you've got no way to track an ROI, like the return on your marketing investment. You, no way to do that. Uh, once you define a brand, though, and now your messaging is the same, then you've got a constant. So you can say, you know, I spent this money over here. It didn't work. I spent this money over here and it worked incredible. I need to quit spending money here and start spending money here. Right. And when that's when your pie graph grows, you know, starts to show up and like you, you begin to say, Oh, I got 15% of my clients from my social media. I got 25% of my clients from the radio commercials. You know, you, you get the point, but if you don't have that consistent message and that brand dialed in, 
how do you know what worked? Oh, I had, I, oh, the billboard worked, but, but this billboard had this picture and that billboard had that picture and that billboard had that picture. We don't know which picture worked. Right. We don't know which message worked, right? We just know a billboard worked. But if you, if you align all of those things up and you're using that same messaging, now you know, okay, billboards overall worked, right? Because it's the same message on every one of them. Right. So, so true. So uh, I, one of the things I keep thinking of is that, and it goes back to your five questions, is I think a lot of people, they may know exactly who they work for, but they want to market to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they are, it's like a scarcity mindset. They're afraid to really zero in and say, nope, it's not everybody with skin. It's these people. So true. Good point. You know, it is the fear of focus is probably the one thing that tanks most businesses because you can't serve everybody. What we like to say is if you try to help everyone, you'll just help yourself right out of business. Ah, I and, love that. <laughs> well, and and in doing so, I mean, we know this because we've almost done it like <laughs> five times ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Before 2012, I did it a few times. Yeah, so uh, so I know what that's like. But uh, um, but yeah, that's that really is it's critical to know exactly who you best serve. I was actually just on the phone a little while ago with a health and wellness coach who's uh, going to be coming into our program and. And he's, he knows, he even said to me, Tanya, there's millions of health and wellness coaches out there, but they're just everywhere. And he said, but if I don't differentiate myself um, in, in this space, I'm going to lose ground because I'm just going to market like everybody else. I'm going to be seen as everybody else. And I'm going to be a, a tiny little piece of a big giant pie. Yeah. Um, and so he's right about that. Um, and every industry is pretty much like that. Industries are just, you know, inundated with all of these people, but so few of them really differentiate themselves and the ones that do walk away with most of the business. That's so true. Because then, you know, if you imagine this, Diane, when somebody sees your brand out there. And your brand's number one job, by the way, is to precede you. It is to let people know who you are and what you stand for before you ever even meet in person or get on the phone or a Zoom call together. So that's the purpose. And what we've got to do is make sure that we are positioning ourselves properly in doing so, so that we don't have to work so hard in the engagement phase with somebody. We don't even know how many opportunities we're missing on the front end because people don't look at us and say, wow, that's exactly who I need to be working with. Like, So when we put our brand out there and it says brand face, profitable personal brands, and then it says change how you're seen and charge what you're worth, I can promise you the person that feels like, gosh, I need to differentiate myself. I need to be profitable in what I'm doing. I work too hard not to be profitable. And I know I haven't been charging enough for my services. That person is going to call us every single time because we've tapped into what they're feeling and who they are. Right. And 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 we've tapped into the fact that they know they're worth more, but they just don't know how to position themselves to be worth more. Right. And so we that's what we help all of our clients do is that positioning part and differentiation is 
the most critical. It's very big. And, 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 you know, I've been in the brand face program. Now I, I hired Tanya. I didn't, there wasn't even a brand face program when, when I hired Tanya to, to do my marketing and she sold me marketing and, and then taught me branding, uh, what I needed to do. It was a bait switch. It Diane. was a bait <laughs> switch. And, it was, uh, and, and I nice paid job. more. Yeah, I pay more than anybody uh, for the program. Uh, so, you he know, he does have that. You do. Absolutely. I, I hold that honor. <laughs> now, hang on, because this is the uh, first time ever. Like uh, we've talked about this before, but he's still today, 12 years later, still holds the the record for paying them more than any other client we have ever had since. Ever. He's pretty ever. proud of himself and, on that one. <laughs> I really pretty, am because it, it's worth every dime that what she taught me. And then, and then she, you know, she, I found out she's writing this book and then, and then she helped, she asked me to write the second book. I'm in the real estate business. And so she taught me that. And then we went after real estate agents. We've got a, a, a like agents in 46 States, hundreds and hundreds of agents that we worked with over the years and still do. And we, we love this, this thought process, you know, but, but, but anyway, I was going down this road with her and she taught me these things. And so now I'm, 12 years, almost 13 years into still being a brand face in the real estate business. And I am still amazed at how much I haven't focused. Wow. Like, like, so, so even now, and you think like in real real estate, you're like, it's easy to go, well, want to sell a house to anybody? Well, of course we'll sell a house to anybody, especially if there's a commission involved. Right. But that's not how you build the business. You build the business going after the exact customer that you want. And, and it's really been on me uh, for the past month that I didn't even, I still haven't focused enough on my ideal customer. Um, you know, I look at my back, um, my past customers and I'm like, we can dial this in even more. We can dial this in e- even more. So I'm really hoping that listener out there is thinking about their business yeah. and like, well, okay, what, what am I too scattered? Have I got too many projects going on too many things that are dusty on the shelf I've spent money on and I'm not utilizing what am I, what am I need? What do I need to be focusing on? And I want to encourage that listener or listeners that, that you look, keep doing that, keep boiling that down. That's where the riches come into it. You always need to be thinking my brand is dialed in now. How can I dial it in more? That focuses everything. You know, th- you bring up such a great point and it makes me think about, I think what people do is they don't realize you, you said something. So, you know, wh- would I sell a house to anybody? Sure. There's a difference between who you're trying to uh, create awareness about yourself toward and people who reach out to you. So anyone can reach out to you and you can have any conversation you want. But when you're trying to develop that awareness, you want to make sure that you are moving toward the people who you know are your ideal clients because those are the people who are going to hear that message. Anyone can reach out to you and there's the potential you'll do business with them. So it's not like you're totally eliminating those people. It's just, you have to really be targeted and specific about who you're talking to or no one hears it. It's so yes. true. And that's where your money, like, and yes. you're spending yeah. money on that. Yeah. You're yes. spending money on time, that money and effort right. toward yes. that. And you're right. all of your time, money and effort needs to go toward that ideal customer because the rest will come back into what we call fringe. Right. The fringe is somebody looks at your brand and it doesn't really matter if they're like a, the perfect fit for you. They like what they see. Yes. And then when they come to you, you have the option. Do you do business with them? Because 
is it a close right. enough fit or do you refer them to somebody else and maybe get a referral fee and make a better fit for somebody else, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but when it comes to time, money and effort, be greedy with be, you've got you've got to be so efficient in how you spend those resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so so I, I want to ask you about the difference between a personal brand and a business brand. And for a lot of the people who you deal with, they are their business. So is there a difference? Okay. Yes and no. There's your answer. (laughs) So, so here's how we look at it. So your person, your business brand is just an extension of your personal brand. If you own the business, right? If you own the business, everybody has an individual personal brand and they could be an employee at a corporation and they still have their own personal brand. And that personal brand helps them get hired or not hired, get fired or not fired, (laughs) make the best decisions, you know, be accepted into the right clubs, et cetera. But when you're the owner of your company, your company is just an extension of your own personal brand. So we look at it like a hierarchy, right? You're at the top. First of all, the first question we ask is which came first, you or the business? You came first and the business came about as a result of your own journey and story. And so here's your story and your personal brand, which explains why you have this business or these businesses. And so if it's not in alignment, though, you've got trouble because you're you're spending time, money and effort on something and especially a lot of time and effort on something that may not be feeding back to bringing you ideal customers for the purposes of being profitable. So I'll give you a, for instance, yeah. we we work with a lot of coaches and experts who have a lot going on. They are authors, they're podcasters, they're speakers most often every time their coaches are experts, right? And so they have all these different projects going on and all they do is spend all this busy time working toward those projects, making sure the podcast is followed through and the videos are edited and the podcast hosts get their thank you and, and making sure they've got this perfect presentation to hit a stage and doing all this outreach to be on a stage. But when are they making money with it, right? And you can go into so many different directions there that all of a sudden you turn around and you've lost sight of your point of differentiation. You've lost sight of your focus and you're doing two podcasts on the side that don't have anything to do with bringing you customers. And so it's easy to lose sight of all of that. But when we look at it, we help people really streamline that and say, yeah, you can do those three things, but we need to put them under this umbrella together and figure out how they feed each other to make you profitable. And so that's really one of the biggest things that we do for people once their brand is dialed in is that profitability alignment. And Mm -hmm. and we see that so often, it's not even funny. Yeah, I I think that is that makes so much sense. Uh, being one of those people you were just talking about, <laughs> most people that we talk to are. So you are in a good club. Yeah, and we have been too. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, it, yeah, it, that, but the realization of that was also the transformation. Right. Um, right. Exactly. And and um. So, this is the kind of thing that anybody can start or fine tune really at any time, right? So people who are listening don't need to think to themselves, whoa, uh, miss that for the first 20 years of of my business. Uh, I, you know, 
done. No, not at all. Uh, never too late to start. Never I, too I'm late. living proof of it. Like yeah. just, you know, but, but coming to that understanding and then, and then moving in that direction and it may, and it makes a big difference nearly immediately. And that's the thing about it too. It's another, in the definition phase of branding in the world that we live in, you know, that some people say, oh, you need, you, 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 it takes time to build a brand. Oh, it takes years to build brands. It takes lots of money to build brands and stuff. And that, that's not true. It, your brands are built by impressions. Uh, every handshake, you know, every email, every time somebody lands on your social media, every time somebody goes to your website, every, every time you lead them to those places, then those are impressions that are building a brand. And that, you, that you're one customer away from profitability at all times. Yep. One, just, one touch away at any time. That's so true. You know, And time is just not the success factor when it comes to a brand. Because if we build a brand for you today and it just sits on a shelf somewhere two years from now, guess where you're going to be? So time didn't help you at all. Right. <laughs> It's exposures and impressions that help you is every time you get that brand out there. And I do want to say this. We've had some people like just on, on, you know, on calls with us who just like their shoulders are sink and they'll say, oh my gosh, it's come, this is starting over. And it's like, no, no, no. This is the great part. It's not starting over at all. You have amazing framework. You've built this beautiful foundation behind your life-changing message and your journey and the business that you want to build. All of that is sitting there perfect for branding. All we're trying to do is come in and reorganize some things and say, okay, this is now presenting it, putting it in a package, putting a bow on it so you can express it easier in a more compelling way to the right people. That's all it's about. Mm -hmm. It's not starting over. It's just shining things up. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you just said that because absolutely, I think people can be hearing that and and oh yeah, themselves and they need to hear that message because you're absolutely right. The foundation is there. Yes, the foundation has been there, and you—that's the one thing you have to have—is the commitment and passion for what you're doing. We don't work with anybody who does not have that. If you have passion for and commitment to something that you have built and it's based on you helping somebody else with your life-changing message, we're all in. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter where you start, how long you've been doing it. We can take a look at it and say, oh, wow, here's a fresh new spin on this. Everything you've got is perfect. Let's just shuffle a couple of things, put a new title on it, put a new shine on it, and off you go. And that's pretty, it's really simple. Well simple for you. So um, <laughs> it is actually, it's, it's a lot harder for us than it is for the client, but you're right. You're right about that. It doesn't feel simple to you at all. Right. You know, right. it, it just doesn't because you're thinking, oh, this is going to be undone. And it's, and it's, and, but it's so, it really is simple on the client's end of things. We're, we like to say, you know, you can picture that swan just beautifully gliding across the water and the client's the swan, and we're the ones paddling like hell underneath the water to get you to your destination, right? So it's that we're working on those 77 things. You don't even have to know seven of them, right? Right, right. Thank goodness. That's what makes it so easy. Well, and I think it's got to be so empowering as well. I, you know, I keep thinking about all of this in sort of this like continuum that once you identify all those things and and you're at that place and you realize wow this really is who I am and what I offer and the value that I bring then earning what you're worth becomes easier because you believe it 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we need As to tell huge. we need to tell Kathy's story here real quick. Who yes. do? Uh, okay. So so this is a prime example of what just happened. So we held a mastermind uh, twelve weeks ago. Just ended last week. And uh, there's a lady in there named Kathy, and she is actually a performer. She is a poet and a storyteller. Um, and she is a, a, an acclaimed poet. Um, a couple of times, uh, female international female poet of the year, um, poetry album of the year. Uh, she's been recognized People's Choice Awards for several uh, poetry organizations. She's absolutely incredible. She really is. The Maya Only- Angelou of cowboy poetry yeah and i got and, and the only one uh insane to win both in canada and the united states is female poet of the year yes same year wow. okay so so kathy comes into our mastermind because she'll she, and she'll tell you we have an a interview coming up with her in just a few days she'll tell you look i wasn't charging enough i didn't know how to present myself i just knew that i was in uh, you know, at these events and on stages where they would pay musicians more than they would pay the poet or the storyteller. Mm-hmm. And as you and I being like, you know, attendees of events like that, we can understand that. It's like, okay, I can see how that would normally happen. Yeah. But once we took her through the journey and positioned her as the the winner that she is, mm-hmm. the star that she is, and really brought all those things to light to life that you could tell when you met her and when you got to see her perform, but nobody knew that existed unless you were right in front of her. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what a, like when we say a brand's number one job is to precede you, that's what we mean. So as soon as we presented her differently, it was, it was only about two and a half, three weeks into the program, a 12 week program. And she and we worked with her on positioning herself right off the bat and pitching to an event coordinator. She was able to secure an amount to uh, to appear to, for her performance that was 300% more money than she had ever made before in her almost 30 years of doing this. Wow. Mm-hmm. It Yes. That's I mean, remarkable. like that. And then it continues to happen. Each time she's asking for more, she's able to get it because we've positioned her differently. And the most important thing, and you'll hear this in her interview if if anybody tunes into it later, is that her confidence level is now through the roof. Like she's very emotional about this because... Um, because she's number one, most genuine person in the world. Mm. She's incredible. But she's so appreciative, so grateful that now she she can express herself in a way that she has always felt on the inside, but never knew how to show it on the outside. And she clearly had the goods like, like no she, doubt. The, she's, she's very accomplished, talented. And uh, she just, she just needed it packaged right. And it needed to believe it. And, um, and it made all the difference in the world to her. And that's that we love those kind of success stories yeah. because we sure. see that happen all the time. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really, it's so great. Okay. So first of all, thank you so much for, joining me and sharing this information. It, it, I love that I took a bunch of notes, um, which means I'm pretty sure the listeners did too. But will you let them know how they can find you, books, podcast, everything? 
Absolutely. Just go to brandfacestar.com and you'll see how to connect with us. There's actually some free training, a a download, a a training guide that you can get there. There's also a place where you can uh, schedule a a chat with us and talk about your brand and see, you know, what it might need and how we could be of service to you. And you can also find our podcast on the website too. So that's brandfacestar.com. Excellent. Thank you. Well, one thing I have to say, and and I don't typically say this, but but I have to say this now is that you um you, you guys are like the billboard for what you do, w- which I admire a, a great deal. So thank you. That's thank very you. kind. Well, it, it matters, right? <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> this is what you we doing. appreciate it. Yeah. So <laughs> Oh my God. Thank you for having us, Diane. Oh, sure. It's been a treat. Yeah. Thank you. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Welcome change agents to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.